0: Welcome to the podcast and today's show I'm joined by Mr Curtis Weston where I get the opportunity to ask him how it feels to be the youngest ever player in history to make the FA Cup final. At just 17 years old coming on the field to play against Manchester United, we reflect back on our time at Gillingham in particular, our League 2 player final experience at Wembley and Curtis gives a great insight into his career so far, his ups and his downs, really great value for anyone in and around the football industry and any of the fans listening back. Enjoy guys. just share with the with the listeners how you felt going into that game, that season at 16, 17 years old, what it did for you as a person, and maybe some of your lessons looking back now as well.
1: Yeah, mate, can you hear me clear? You, you, I can hear you, but you're a little bit in and out to be fair, a tiny bit, but am I clear? Yeah. You're, you're crystal clear, mate, yeah. Oh, no worries, okay, cool. So, yeah, Go, go again, I was thinking about when you said to, to set this up, it just took me back a little bit, and I was thinking about just youth team days, which of course were always the best days. Um, and then just, um, yeah, the build up to that season, to be fair, and just being asked to train with the first team a couple of times for the season. I wasn't actually in the squad um, for the whole season. It was only towards the back end of the season that they was asking me to train with them, which was obviously a privilege in itself. And then was in the squad for a little while and played the last game of the season, just for half an hour against Bradford, I remember. Last game of the season, did well. And then of course got told I was going to be in the squad for, for the FA Cup final. And of course, as you can imagine, it, it it was incredible, especially just being such a short time with the first team as well. Um, I was overwhelmed. I didn't I probably didn't understand the importance of it at, at the time. It all came a little bit quick, to be honest with you. I was like, just, just w- of course we'll revisit like the FA Cup as well. But just career-wise, I think getting into in, into the squad that early, personally for me, <laughs> I did sort of got a little, I got a little bit big time in terms of like probably thought I made it when I in, in reality I did absolutely nothing. I played half a game and been involved in, in the squad and training a couple of times with the first team, so a little bit of an ego and stuff like that. And then that didn't, of course, help because of <laughs> getting into sort of yeah, after yeah, the FA Cup final, about 18 and, about 18 and stuff 18, like that. that. I was I was out the first team, so funny enough, the, 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 pre-season the pre-season after that we actually travelled to, to Canada, <laughs> and I think this is when it kicked in a little bit. Um, and we, we travelled there on a, on a pre-season tour, and then um, Dennis Wise was of course the manager, and he said to everybody, look. We're staying in a hotel before we travel in the, uh, before we travel to Canada. No one go out. Okay, everyone make sure you stay in. Don't go out and all the rest of it. So everyone was like, yeah, no problem at all. So of course, a few of the lads snuck out and me thinking that I was a bit of a boy, I went out with a few of the first team lads or whatever. Thought we got away with it, got in and all the rest of it. And then um, he'd, he'd sort of called a meeting and said, look, I think a few of you went out last night. I think everyone's sort of like, no, no one's gone out. Loud. What's happened there kind of thing And he's gone, look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to um, all come into a meeting and whoever's gone out, you're going to stand this side and whoever ain't gone out, you're going to stand that side. So we've all gone down to the meeting or whatever. And we're in the lift on the way down to the meeting. Now, why is it going to lift? And I'm standing there thinking, no, like, this is (laughs) tricky. And he's gone. (laughs) No, not not (laughs) me. me. I'll Gone downstairs (laughs) anyway. And then um, then, um, everyone that's been out, stand stand over there, everyone ain't. And literally... All the lads that went <laughs> that went out went to the side and, and admitted they went out. And I stood, because I'd been in the lift and said to him, all he liked, I'd stood there kind of like half on my own and said that I didn't go out. <laughs> so a couple of minutes goes by and he's gone, sure, that's, you, you're and I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't go out kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, it's no problem at all. Went to Canada, started training, got out, blasting sun, hot as you like. We were doing these thousand lap runs. So we've done like five thousand um five thousand sorry five one thousand meter runs runs track done four three two one and then training's done everyone on the coach everyone gets in the coach Kurt you you gotta stay out what's happened there like what have I done he said did you go out like the other night I said no I didn't, didn't go out still and everyone's looking at me And well, the first time looking at me he said what are you doing just like admit what, what what do you keep lying for I was like no, 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 I didn't quite, I didn't quite, because I'd already said it, I'd like to stick on my guns, and he was like, no problem at all, everyone on the coach, Kurt, you went out, you're lying to me, you got seven, you got seven laps to do, so I had to stay out, everyone's got on the coach, everyone's banging on the window, I've been banging around, doing these 7,000 <laughs> metres absolutely, hanging, sweating, and then kind of like, yeah, <laughs> got back on the coach, everyone's bantering me and stuff like that, so I just thought, yeah, no worries at all. So that was the start of my first pre-season trip away in Canada, um, Gold out of the way, came back, and then, yeah, he left and went to Swindon after this. And I um, got released from Mill at 19. Again, after sort of the age of 17, 18, started going out quite a lot. Wasn't kind of like getting into training on time, just getting there just a minute before, wasn't doing the right things, not picking up bad habits, really. Again, just probably a little bit Billy Big Time, which I had no reason to be. Um, I hadn't done nothing in the game. Yeah, I played in a big game, and that was it, but there's no reason to be doing that. So, anyway.
0: Luckily enough, Wisey, gave me a
1: call. come down to Swindon and um, I want you down here. So I was buzzing. I was, I was lucky, really. So I went down to Swindon, age of 19. Um, it was good for me because I started playing some first-team game. Played about 25, 30 games. And then Wisey left and then went up to Leeds. And then we had a new manager come in, Paul Sturrock. And then he came in, played some games under him. But then one game I got left out of the squad. And I remember after the game, he was... Um, we was doing some running, obviously we didn't play where to run. So the system manager taking it and we was running. I was sulking because I was left out. Again, more, more bad habits. And I was running, running, not doing it properly. And he said, to the system manager look, if you don't fancy it, get yourself in. So I walked in, <laughs> like, as a youngster, as a 90 year old youngster, you just, of course you just can't do that. These times I'm still I'm still learning, I, I didn't learn for a long time, but walked in and that was kind of like my end of career at, at, at Swindon. Called into the office, why didn't you do the running? I'm arguing now. I did do the running. He told me if I went to go in, like, I didn't really understand it all. So um, anyway, that was the end of that. Had a year left on my contract and the sort of uh, post the manager at the time. He said, Look, I'll, I'll keep you on, I want to keep you and stuff, but I already had sort of Dennis Wise calling me saying, come up to, come up to Leeds. So anyway, I saw it out soon then I was going to be leaving all the rest of it and went up to Leeds. Um, another opportunity, another chance. Very, very luckily again. So I went up to Leeds now. Um, this was, I was yeah, what was that, 20, around 20, 21. Went up to Leeds. Massive club with the rest of the facilities are incredible. Um, started training pre-season. Got in just on time for pre-season. I guess not learned me lesson in terms of like these bad habits. Come in, I think, Wisey was finding us 50 quid a minute. You're late. So I got there. I think I was uh, like 30 seconds late or something like that. So already fined on the first day pre-season. Great start. Come in, all the first team are like, you got some big ears there, to be fair, going back to Robbie Blakes and David Ely and some of the youngsters on the point are going to have a clue who these are, but you'll know that they are, Gal. but yes, some big ears are all looking to say, just keys are coming in late, the youngster thinks he this, thinks he's that. And again, kind of, it was, it was, I didn't really learn in terms of like, like you haven't done anything yet, you still have done nothing. But you're, you're bouncing about like you're you've made it. So again, bad habits crept in, started going out quite a lot. Again, I lived in the town centre at Leeds, which was like one of the biggest mistakes I could have made. Everything was on my doorstep. Out x amount of times a week, and all, all the rest of it didn't take things seriously. And I look now to like just down to the facilities we had and the the, the coaches we had and, and what could have been I suppose it's all, it's all ifs and buts but like I just didn't knuckle down I just didn't understand what I had at my the opportunity that I had so that kind of didn't really play too many games six or seven games did okay Why has he getting left went to Newcastle um, and then McAllister came in Gary McAllister came in um, did, wasn't really in the squad and stuff like that and then he said um, look scumful for coming for you they want to take you on loan it's a league of bubbles in the league one at a time it's a league of in the championship but don't start thinking like I don't know like you like, Billy really Big Balls because of like, they're a smaller club than us, but of course they just want to take you on know, loan, whatever. So he just kind of like tried to humble me, but I was, I was there thinking, yeah, I mean I'm wanted by a champ club, like, all the rest of it. Still bad attitude. Went to Scunthorpe, played a few games there, did okay again under Nigel Atkins. Atkins, and then um sort of came back, didn't didn't get offered anything. at Leeds I had another year left at Leeds. Um they said kind of like you can go if you want to go. Got paid up there for the last year, and then and went down to Gillingham on loan. Um, so join Jill. Why is he didn't
0: want to take another gamble on you? Yeah, finger. I
1: was thinking, I was thinking, why any chance? Like, get a stand up to Newcastle, then I'm sorted. Then, like, I, mean, I just needed one, I needed one more. If he'd have stuck me on something there, I'd have been fine, but didn't fancy that. <laughs> he probably thought I'd give him enough chances now. Yeah, he's obviously He's not going to make it. So, um, I, um, yeah, um, went alone to Jill's, of course, with yourself. You would have been there already, to be fair, when I, when I came, so it's under stimmer. So, I came down. Started off really well at Joe's. to be fair, and we had that first great season. I think I played like over 50 games in the season, which of course was my first full full season, really. Um, got promoted, so I had that incredible day that we'll talk about after this at Wembley and all the rest of it. Um, got promoted to League One, started off really well in League One, scored like eight goals up, I, I think it was towards Christmas, a little bit of interest that coming around, and guess what happened? Foot off the gas, started thinking I'd, I'd, I'd done enough and all the rest of it, and kind of seasoned from there personally. And we got relegated that season as well, but it sort of started, started going down again. So it was just kind of like, you see the pattern now, every time I, I kind of like had an opportunity and started to think that I, can, I could I could go somewhere, it was kind of like a bad attitude crept in and the, the learning, I didn't learn, I wasn't learning, I was just going through the same system. So um, yeah, went on of course and I had a, I had a really good time at, at Jill's, played, played quite a few games, got a bunch of games there. And then Martin Allen came in um, and I remember the first um, meeting with Martin Allen one to one. Never, never met him, but I'd, I'd heard about him. And um, sat me in the office opposite him. And you, 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 you've been with him to a fair, aren't you? You've had experience with him, whatever, a little bit. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you can't, you can't know, but he sat sat me opposite him. And then for about two minutes, didn't talk, <laughs> but just looked up and started humming. Hmm, did all this, not thinking. On the I and mean, he's got Um, good player on you, and I was like, Yeah, he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone here likes you, and started doing this stuff. All the rest of it, if one knows Martin Lennon, then they'll understand, but if not, then they'll be thinking, oh, What's he talking about? But anyway, I did all these bits and pieces and that. And um, uh, God, uh,
0: say
1: that again.
0: I said i laughed laugh
1: because that's why I lasted two days this, with him. This is it, yeah, but it, but but at the time, I didn't have a clue, and he started doing stuff anyway, so um, good player. Think I want to keep you? Come to France with us. And I was like, um, I've been here a few years. Just ask. Like, you want to sign me? You don't. Again, t- me kind of like not not learning and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come along. I'll, I'll work hard. I'll learn. I'll, um, I just went, no, no, I'll, I'll I'll just go. Kind of thing. And he looked at me and said, "Say what?" And I, and I was like, I'll, "I'll go and find another club." <laughs> and then he was like, "All right, cool. That's brave of you." Yeah. Shook me hand and then shut the door and that was it. And off, <laughs> left chills. Um, Went down to, um, with Robo, of course, uh, Mark Robson, to uh, to Barnet. Signed for them. Um, didn't have no pre-season. I sort of like hung about for a little bit to try and see if I could have a club. Couldn't couldn't get nowhere if I wanted to be up. So I went to Barnet. Um, started off there, League Two, relegating really the first season. towards the back end of the season. Edgar Davids came in, which was an experience to say the least. Um, played played regular. That he first come in, and I was just thinking, oh oh my, Edgar Davids. Play with him on like Championship Manager and Pro Evolution and all the rest of it, and now I'm, pl- I'm playing with him, kind of thing. I was asking about Zidane and that and all the rest of it, and it was it was incredible to start with, and then um yeah, then we started like, playing together, and yeah, we didn't win too many games, <laughs> and, um, All the rest of it. Too so fast to say that we didn't win too many. When he came in, the, the the form of the team actually, we did win some games, to be fair. But I think it was a little bit too late um, in terms of uh, us being saved. But it was um yeah, again. The lads, the Barney lads will understand the experience it was. But had to call him he he first came first
0: in as a, he came in as player manager as well, right?
1: Yeah, he, he came in, sorry, he came in as player manager. He wore number one on his shirt, <laughs> which, which is different. Um, he, he had to call him Mr. So, he was on a pitch and obviously, even on a pitch, you, you had to call him Mr or Sir. So, he came in changing once yeah, yeah, he came changing and he came in, shook everyone's hand, very respectful the rest of it, and then... Everyone's saying hi, hi. And then I think John Nurse, Nursey, when um, Alec Gaffer, he went, hmm? He went, Alok and he went, I'm Sir or Mr. <laughs> and Nursey he laughed. He was like, what? And everyone else laughed. And he looked at me straight and he said, no, I'm Sir or Mr. That's what you call me. So Nurse just laughed again and thought, whatever. But anyway, that was how it was like, if you didn't call him sort or mister, they pull you up on it and stuff like that. So on the picture, mister, mister, Mr. and you have to ask for the ball and all the rest of it. So I'm playing against some of my pals, and they're going <laughs> to me, What? Well, huh? I was like, no, that's what I have to call him. And they're going, what are you talking about? I'm calling mister for the ball. Anyway, so that went on for a bit, and then it was it was just how it was. Sometimes it was to travel to games, sometimes it didn't and the rest of it, but that, that was how that was. Um, which was all good anyway we got relegated that season um then um Martin Allen came in um uh, I think it was the season after we got or the season after that we got, we got promoted so we won the conference which was which was incredible one of the one of the highlights of, of my career as well Called winning a league yes we got promoted of course with Jills, which is great Wembley and the rest of it but I think when you win a league whatever league it is it's, 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 a, it's a big achievement and it was. Up there for sure. Um, Had a really good time there, had a a good few years there. Some massive characters there as well that that I met, um, like the likes of Davids and Stacky and and loads more. They came and made some really good friends there as well. Um, Did did well my time at Barnet as well. Um, And then, yeah, a couple of years ago, um, Martin Lennon left, went to see these little pattern managers, take take me to different clubs and stuff like that. But Martin Lennon left and then went up to, to Chesterfield. Um so land in bed, get a call. Zach Curtis, he knows it's me because he's got me number spoke for years and stuff like that. Yeah, Gaffy, all right. I I'm on my way to my new club. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. You are coming. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because I I had contract this time and all the rest of it, and then I had a little chat with him, all the rest of it. I knew straight away from the phone club I'll be I'll be joining because I really enjoy my time under him. Um some people will say this kind of probably a love of hate kind of thing with him, but we got on really, really well. To be fair, so anyway, took him up to Chesterfield, so I'm up here and um, been up here for the last what a couple of years. But yeah, in terms of kind of like yeah, I go through, I go through that, and I just probably more for like the youngsters in terms of just to say if you're at if you're at any club really, and you get given an opportunity to, to play professional football, you need to be like making sure your attitude's right. You, you, you're doing everything right and, you, and you're working as hard as you can get, get yourself in early leave late just do extras and stuff like that because unless you get really really lucky for me I, I, I come to be really lucky very fortunate of course that I've been able to play for, for this many years I'm 33 now so I've had a decent sort of 16, 17 could it have been better possibly but again I'm, I'm really grateful I'm really fortunate but at the same time I think for a youngster you just got to appreciate the opportunity you've got your hands on and you have to really just give it everything you've got because it, you might it might be different. I was 19 and I got released from Millwall and luckily enough, I had a manager that liked me and took me to Swindon, but there was a lot of players through the youth team. They didn't have nothing after that. So they'd left at the age of 18, 19 and then they're straight into a job. So yeah, I would say just appreciate, again, what you've got your hands on if, if, if you're one of these guys kind of in that situation and, and just, just make sure you're making the most of it really. Obviously, I went off on absolute you won't even answer to any of your questions I think <laughs> you asked there but I just thought I'd just crack on and start off with that and how things have gone so far and then probably we can go back now to what the calls actually about and find the find them of wrestling. Mate,
0: it's perfect and
1: it's good
0: banter as well. I had some tears in the eyes when we was uh, sharing the Martin Allen stories and stuff like that. So Again, a great guy, but I can definitely, uh, definitely relate to some of that stuff and as well too obviously relate to a lot of the um, a lot of your message throughout the journey as well too i think the, the main lesson and the main moral of that story and uh and your journey so far is that obviously something that we always talk about as well is that when things are going good put your pedal put your foot to the metal a little bit more you know um and and go and go again and um i think there's there's good lessons at various times in your career when you've sort of got your breakthrough and you've you've got your, your momentum, you've got your chance, you you your foot in the door, and then you've sort of taken your foot off, off the off the gas as well too. So it's really good lessons for a lot of uh guys and even girls that will watch us back not just with football but just in in so in so much as well too. So no it's fantastic. And again here uh, the the the, uh, the night out journey I can definitely relate to being a a young age as well too. So I think uh I, I think um that's probably just part of the maturing uh, lessons I suppose, for for most uh, young lads coming through as well, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it's just, if that, if it ever happens, that kind of stuff, just be, just you've got to bite the bullet and just say, yeah, do you know what, old man's up? Because I wasn't ready to do that, but it bit me in the arse, so, yeah.
0: Well, at 17 years old, to not to not give in to peer pressure when you've got especially a lot of strong influence around you is like near on impossible as well, right? So, I suppose you've just got to put your hands together and sometimes hope and pray that you're... Uh, you, you, your peers are a little bit forgiving at uh, your age, a little bit as well. Sometimes and might lead you down that path as well. So, um, but but, but now all, all good. So with regards to obviously the um, obviously that, that that moment you, you touched on them, uh, both moments that we'll chat about quickly now, um, being obviously that FA Cup final experience. Um, obviously, like we said at the start of the call, seventeen years old. Um, obviously, we've got your journey up and up until that point and what have you. But maybe just share a little bit with the guys that are tuning in or going to watch this back with regards to that whole experience because of I think probably uh, the most obvious people for everybody to ask someone who's at 17 years old playing in the FA Cup final against Man United, or at least with the opportunity to do so, what's the lead-up like? Um, How do you feel around the game? Obviously, you started on the bench and stuff like that too. How did you first hear about it? Did you know you was going to be in that squad? Um, and maybe just share a little bit with the guys around that.
1: Yeah, of course. So again, as I said, I played the last game in the season, which was kind of like my first game for the first team. Half an hour against Bradford, incredible experience. At the, again, with the, with the home fans, hall fans, mental. Um, and then, of course, got told that I'm going to be training with the squad for the for the build up until the to the final. So that was obviously incredible for me. I've been in and around it against towards the back end of the season, so it would be normal to train with the first team. But then to be told, of course, you're going to be involved in this massive, massive game was just was just crazy. So. Um, yeah it was sort of training and stuff like that and then with the build-up to the game we travelled up to, um, to the hotel, I can't remember what the hotel was called, it was a really nice hotel in Cardiff but we, we travelled up to the hotel, um, I'm in and amongst the first team, you got a lot of sort of Tim Kale and Danny Didshio and, and some obviously some big names, Dennis Wise we had Ray Hawkins as a coach who was an absolutely incredible man um, and yeah so you're around all these people and just kind of like, I, I don't think at the time I realised the scale of how big the game was for sure, and how big again the opportunity was to be around all of these players and, and all the rest of it. But yeah, got, got treated like kings, of course, at this hotel as you can imagine. Um, just I remember even just on the walk the, um, the day before the game, like in and around the hotel, and I think that was the first time I actually thought, I don't know, I mean, Yeah, I was walking behind Paul Ifield and I don't know if you remember him getting my But walking mean I was just thinking, i be actually the first team here. This is this is crazy. Like there's a. I think I found them tomorrow, and it kind of started sinking a little bit then. Um, and yeah, just the excitement was mad. Got to the the stadium, had a little look around. I remember think, seeing the changing room and seeing a little warm up area in the changing room. And then in the stadium, I'm thinking this is just this is nuts. And then you start thinking, wow, I could could get a sniff of actually being involved. I didn't expect to be on the bench either. I just thought in the squad, good enough. You're here. <laughs> sit sit up in the stands and start. So I remember sitting outside in the stands at. Um, uh, Old Trafford obviously for the, semi, the semi-final So I just thought well, you'd be back up there but phew, like I'll, I'll take it you know and then I got told I was on the bench and I was just think think I had to ask again did, did you say my name I asked, I asked the gaffer and he was like yeah yeah you're in and then it was just like wow so yeah I just warmed up as many times as I could <laughs> obviously like, I was just running up and down. People just keep walking up for 10 minutes in. But anyway, I was up and down, up and down as much as I could. Um, just taking it all in, to be fair. Um, watching the likes of Ronaldo doing like rabonas and stuff like that. It was just mental. Um, looking at stuff like Skoll, people like Skulls and that, who's my favourite player of all time, just thinking, this, is this actually happening? It was, a, it was a little bit surreal, to be fair. And, but again, I was kind of taking it in, but at the same time, it was all happening so fast. It was like, is this really happening? But, um, yeah, and then warming up towards, towards the back end of the game and just got a call over from Ray. Get yourself ready, fella, as he used to say. And then, um, even though it was sort of like oh, I know, a minute to go, I was, I was like proper scared, proper nervous thinking, what's going on here? Like, it's all right warming up. and Even warming up, you know, even, I was nervous warming up just because of, like, I don't know, the, 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 the amount of people there and stuff. But then when he said you're coming on, I just thought, right, let me just get... Close to someone or kick someone or something. Just let me, <laughs> let me just like touch the ball or something. So I just run on. I think I remember like running up, trying to tackle Nicky, but no chance. Then I had a look around Skulls are standing there, thinking right up. V moves, I'm gonna get onto him. And I looked back, and he was gone. And then I tried to get with a Bungy Story for a tackle, but nowhere near it. But yeah, <laughs> that was kind of how it went. And then um, after the game, I think it was Ditcher. Danny Ditcher in the game. He, after the game, he was like. I think you could, you look in the program and you, thought, I think you, I think you, you might be the youngest player here because no one knew before, it wasn't, it wasn't spoken about, but I think you could be the youngest player looking at this. I was like, again, didn't really register. I was just like, oh, cool. Like, I just thought, well, don't worry about that. I'm worried about it. I've just been involved in this, in this farm at the moment kind of think That's like, I'll have to have a look at it after. But yeah, so that was the first time I heard about it. And then, um, of course. It was on TV and also I had loads of messages as I come in Looking at my phone, I had loads of texts, loads of calls and all the rest of it. A lot of people from school because of course I've been out of school what a year and a half or whatever it was. And then nah, the, the, the next time they see me, I'm, I'm playing this game on TV and stuff and quite a few male supporters where I went to school. And obviously in Kent and, and there's there quite a few male supporters went to the school, but... That was, yeah, that was kind of it, and I just sort of followed a lot of everyone, and I didn't really say too much about it. It was only my close sort of friends and family that I, that I told I was going to play, so it was kind of a surprise, of course, to a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was wicked that, like, the, the, the meal sorted out with like, tickets and stuff like that for the game. I think all the players and that were buying certain tickets for their family and stuff, but, but obviously Wise and Ray looked after me and made sure I got had as many tickets as I needed for family. Um, some was able to stay at a hotel and all the rest of it. So I, I did get looked after, of course, being the youngster and stuff. Um, and then after that, of course, we had like the open bus, um, the open top bus, around like Lewisham and all the rest of it. And that was just mental as well. Like seeing that many people come together to, to like celebrate and all the rest of it, you know, we got drilled 3-0, but that didn't really matter. It was just the achievement of getting into the final, you know? Um, and then yeah, it was, just, it was that, that, that was it really. And then it kind of weren't until probably a few days after that I sat down, and it all sunk in properly. It was like that actually just happened because at the time it was just like bomb, 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 bomb. I
0: remember I remember watching it. Sorry to jumping up. I remember yeah. watching yeah. it. I was um, obviously in my first probably for for off season uh, off season from YTS as well. So I was actually in Tenerife. I was in I was in I was in Lineker's Bar with my dad watching it, and I, I actually remember. Um, sounds cliché, but I remember looking back and um, and you coming on and and them announcing your your age because of like we're what were a year apart or something like that. No, and, it's, a, it's, it's the same old. year, aren't we?
1: Really? You're, probably, you're just a couple of months older
0: <laughs> Exactly that, and I remember my dad turning around and saying "That's like that's like you going on an FA Cup final." I, I still remember it now. I remember being <laughs> in Lineker's Bar. You know, it's crazy,
1: yeah. mental, mate. Yeah. So again, at, at the time, I didn't I, I didn't realize the scale or the opportunity or the rest of it. As I said, it was all kind of like just are in the first team kind of thing it was, it was massive but I didn't realise how massive at the time so again you know, I think that comes with like me not off the back of that probably taking or, or trying to work harder to take the opportunity that I had on my hands as well I, I go back to it was kind of like oh, I've played played in this big game everyone's getting mad about it kind of thing I've, I kind of made it a bit of interest with the rest of it but really you played 30 minutes and you played 2 minutes in 2 games you've you done absolutely nothing again and that came with a little bit of ego which probably could have yeah again I, I say it could have gone up a little bit better career-wise, but I'm always fortunate. But then, yeah, you look back and you think, what ifs, but is what it is, you know? It's, it's, it's all
0: part and parcel of the journey. But no, it's it's, it's a great story in, in itself. And like I said, I, I remember it vividly um, in looking back now. Obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo was playing and um, just looking back at the photos this morning, obviously, he weren't the person that he is today. He's even got his railings and that sorted since then, you know? But again, I remember him doing some mad stuff on, on the pitch that day
1: as well, too. Mm, definitely, yeah. Like I said Rabona's and that, just like stuff that <laughs> at the age as well, he'd been, what he's a couple years older than us, so he would have been like 19 at the time, just doing all this crazy stuff. I think Robbie Ryan had the job of the left back had the job of um, going up against him, and <laughs> it was uh, he didn't have the best, the best of times. But yeah, no one does against him. So
0: indeed, and, and <laughs> who you was are, like what, what is, is it now, was 16, 16 years you're later? Like you're, in, and you're, you're in. In. Growing that same haircut that you had in that
1: day. <laughs> I'm trying to go back to the set at the start. Now I'm just gonna. I've probably got another three or four weeks, and I'll be able to put it back in and twist. So I'm just, um, just waiting for the, the gear to come through. I've ordered it on eBay, so it won't be long.
0: I, I was juggling oh, looking back at some of them photos. You knew it was coming this morning. Watching some of the lads give you a bit of stick on the, uh, on the live feed as well, too. Just uh, in finishing on that point, just because I've got to ask a question because I see it on the photo this morning. But what did you came on, on for? Wise, right?
1: Dennis yeah, came in for tennis. Wise, what, what did
0: like what did he say? Like, obviously, you got the photo that I put out on the um, Instagram earlier. What did he say when he whispered in your ear? Was it just a, all the best type thing? Or was yeah, he just like... said,
1: "Go and enjoy, go and enjoy yourself, fella," and just give me a, a, a tap on the back and just sort of like, he was not, he was always chilled. To be fair, like Wise, of course, he played all his games. He, he's absolute legend, money, and he was always really, really good with me. Obviously, he just said that, "Go and enjoy yourself." I think purposely would have done it in terms of sort of like just get me on a pitch and stuff, which was all, which was nice. So. Yeah, that was it really, whisper in the air. And it was like, on you go, jogged on like I was nice and calm. But really inside, it was just like, you know. It's, not, it's nice. And it's nice for a manager to do that as
0: well, too, especially to like a 17-year-old. So, no, it's, it's, a, it's a great story. Obviously, we'll fast forward the clocks quickly now to sort of, what is it, seven seven years later or something in the uh, in playoff final where we sort of uh, had come across cross paths of... Curtis says when uh, wires won't take you no more they they ship you and go and play with Gary Richards right instead of playing at Newcastle Um, but no it's um, it's all good obviously I remember that season uh, vividly myself obviously I remember you coming into the uh, into the dressing rooms and and stuff I remember a young lad I had a little bit of feet I remember um, him coming from the likes of Leeds and Millwall because obviously you always remember those moments when you were at a club like um, like Gillingham in like League Two and stuff, and then obviously when someone says people coming in from Leeds, so I remember all of that stuff. Um, and I suppose really that that season, um, what is it now? Eleven eleven years ago now, um, and then obviously leading into that that playoff um, that playoff final. Um, I mean, I, the biggest thing that I remember about looking back at that season, I was uh, thinking about it this morning, and in reflection to that play our final, was that we'd had a bit of a we had a good season, but we'd had some ups and downs as well throughout the season. I mean, with the squad that we had on our hands, we probably should have been pushing for automatic promotion and stuff like that anyway. Um, and then we sort of I remember dropping out and then coming back in. Um, and then I remember at the same time getting beat, getting spanked by, by Shrewsbury, 7-0. Yeah. Earlier on in that season, and obviously as a defender, it's like, it's, it's incredible, it's tragic. Yeah. Um, and again, I was just thinking about that game, I, I, I remember that um, after 10 minutes I got, I got um, taken off, I, I clashed eggs with uh, with big Grant Holt, um, I think I had like eight or nine stitches in the head, went off and big Camo came in at centre half for a, for a short, for a short uh, spell and um, it took 15, 15 minutes, I think, to stitch my head up. <laughs> and uh, and Stimo was going mental our, our physio and the dock for taking yeah, so long I came back on
1: people awesome. we were looking over thinking certainly about because we're getting absolutely and then it was a mental like like you say I think every three I think a squad like two or three three kicks I remember was it ben, ben Davis I don't know if you remember Yeah, he just whipped in about three oh or four three kicks and then like everything just going in it was just like wow you know because of again like you say the squad and the team and all the rest of it that we had you, you don't expect that at all, and I'm. But obviously, that team I got absolutely mental, time and after the game, and that and heads had just gone. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I remember looking back on that, that season because obviously that was that was that was a good side. They was knocking in and around it, and then obviously you kind of work out which teams are going to be in and around it at the end of the season as you go towards the back end of the uh, back end of the season as well, too. And it kind of looked like if we was going to be in the playoffs and, and go go right the way through. And obviously, they would go right the way through that we would sort of uh, meet in the final. And remember sort of thinking, oh, that could be destiny to get our, our revenge as such and the best platform um, possible from getting spanked earlier on in that season. So, obviously, I, I just remember going into that game, obviously, for myself. Um, and I'm, I'm sure the same for you. You've got an opportunity now. Obviously, I know you, you played in the FA Cup final and stuff, but to play at Wembley. Uh, was obviously every young lad's dream to play in a cup final at Wembley, and obviously to have that um, opportunity. I remember being uh, having a dead leg, dead leg off the uh, semi final, thinking, "Will I? Won't I make it?" But I was out for just over a week or so leading into that game, um, so I'd gone through a lot of ch- a big chunk of no training into that game and whatever as well too, um, and I just obviously remember that two week media lead up to the uh, to the game. So whatever what you want to throw around that, that,
1: yeah. No, again. With that, I remember the training, for starters, cause I remember we had Dan come in, didn't we, training us, and we was doing... um On on the pitch, remember, in on
0: the, on the stadium, <laughs> wasn't
1: it? Yeah, we was doing, and we were, I remember us doing training, and I was thinking, this is too much. We're going to be, absolutely, like, we're going to be gone time, because we was doing Tuesday, Thursday, we was doing all the weights and all the explosive stuff and that, but you look back now, and I don't know if, did we make a sub in the game, or we didn't make too many, or, some, or something, but... but we was absolutely fine and probably stronger for it, but at the time I was thinking that no, this is this is way too much. But anyway, build up to that. I, I, we on that note, I, I remember um,
0: missing that week's training and then coming back on the pitch and we had all the um, the yeah, sidesteppers and all that out. And I was hanging like three days really before really? the game, I was thinking had, like this is going to be this it's, the final. Like,
1: it's hot and all that as well. It's going to be crazy. So and then but the game coming and then, to be fair, like just the adrenaline of the game, of course, that takes out of you anyway. So you're in the game and all, from the start you you start. Cut the sprints and you're blowing anyway, but then you, sort of, you, you find you, you sort of second reference stuff. And I remember our uh, sort of first half, we're doing well, we we're on top, doing really well. I think Barch had a chance, and I um, took players to be fair. You look back, and obviously, Jacko and, and Josh Wright and the rest of it, and everyone's doing well. Um, but then, yeah, I started blowing, and they got on top, I think it was in, in the second half, and I just thought, Phew. but they, they proper got on top, I think, at one stage, and we rode our luck a little bit. And then it was just like, they're going to score any minute. And then the game went on, 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 all the rest of it. And then, as, as it was, corner, to, towards the sort of last couple of minutes. <laughs> and then, smallest geezer on the pitch, Jacko. Yeah, hey, you know, right, hey, right. he's popped up and an header. I'm like, thinking, and you got all these giants on the pitch, like you and Holt and all the rest of it. And there's like, their centre-half, I forget his name, but massive geezer. And, like, Jacko comes up and just nods one in and it's like, what? But, yeah, it was mental. And then the next thing I remember running over, and then, like, Dennis and um, Dennis Oli and obviously Jacko and now Bart you can do the dance and you come over and try to do a bit of a dance as well but I'm thinking what's he doing he did, like, let, let, come I, mean, on. I couldn't even do the dance I was <laughs> thinking what's he going to do but yeah so I remember that and then yeah it, it, it was crazy and then the celebrations after on the pitch all the champagne all over the place and stuff it was, it was great obviously with the family there and stuff it was um yeah it, it was definitely up there again I think that a, along with obviously when we won the league at the conference with that they're, they're up there side by side
0: I, hang, on, hang on a minute You can't, can't just, just casually Just pull, pull me in like that And then just move over <laughs>
1: Expecting It kind of was on it that. And then uh, I Looked over I'm thinking yeah, yeah, he can't dance he? You know what I mean but, I mean yeah. let, let,
0: let, me, let, me, let me put this to bed Because of uh, Just Just quieting down For like 30 seconds Let me just put this to bed After what is it now 11 years <laughs> Go and watch the YouTube clip After this I think it's live on In, in a second Um and uh, feel free to comment back on this live to see if I was, I was dancing. Like the, the lads were hammering me. But they still hammering me now. The lads still refer back to that moment when they see that photo of um, all you boys dancing and me coming over the top of it, trying to give it the shuffle. I definitely didn't, didn't try and give it the shuffle. I was just waiting yeah. for yeah, I I was was be rain, standing uh, up
1: it. Anyway, yeah, I looked over. I'll see you and I just thought, surely he's not going to try and get involved in this. But, but no, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was an incredible day. Again, I'd all be family there as well and stuff like that. And it was... Um, it was it was a great day, yeah. And then of course I remember we had a little we had a little party after that, didn't we? Um, at the at the ground in the at the priest field and stuff. And that was obviously wicked. I remember actually having a, a couple of drinks there and getting on a mic actually and, and doing a bit of singing with Albert Jarrett as well, which was good. But um, boy can I, sing!
0: To be fair to him, I remember you
1: put.
0: Well, I remember you <laughs> hadn't you not sung. I don't think you'd done anything in that that season. And then all of a sudden you pulled it out. Then yeah, we, like, yeah. need we, we, to me, give me you a bit a little
1: bit. Of, Bit, bit of that, bit of, bit of singing in that, which was, uh, yeah, not bad, I suppose. And then, um, but no, it was, it, it, it was wicked, mate. It, it was an incredible day, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah,
0: I, I just, looking back on that day, being the hottest day of the year and, and all the rest of it, like you said, like, it's, it's amazing what adrenaline does uh, to you. Um, obviously, I hadn't played in the game like that, I suppose, to that magnitude where you got so much um, pressure on the one game although you feel, feel good going into the game. Um, obviously, like after like 65, 70 minutes, I've never experienced cramp like it. Obviously, Wembley's a, a big park to run about on. And just that, that experience of them coming back into the game on like 75, 70, 75 minutes, 80 minutes, and just starting to get a bit of pressure when we dominated for the best part of an hour. And I remember just being like, my legs are... Gone, and these are starting to turn yeah. the screw. They've got their second yeah. win, yeah. and I'm just, I'm, I'm really starting to seize up now. So, um, I think the white, the nature of the, that game as well too was was extra special as well, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, like, like you say, that when they got on top at that time, I think we put so much into the the first year hour, sort of sixty five minutes of the game without sort of getting that goal that we were chasing, and then all of a sudden, like you said, they they kicked in and had their go, and we were sort of like. We ain't scored, put all effort in and now we're tired and they, they, they've kicked up again. So that was tough. And I think to get through that little stage there was obviously the, the, the turning point in the game where we could just hold out to the last bit and get that, get that bit of, um, I'll say luck, but yeah, get that goal at the end and stuff that we worked hard for. So yeah, good in the end. Yeah, but I think bit, looking I think back, back I think we deserved it on, it
0: on pen and paper, but it was uh, a good, good, good day, great memory obviously looking back and that, that after party was... Was something else. I remember yeah. everyone sticking there. There was a cowboy hat going around, and they kept sticking it on my head and filling up, filling it's up with beer and making me drink out of the hat and stuff. I was
1: yeah. completely wasted. Everyone knew the goody only one that do something like that. So <laughs> very, very true
0: as well. Um, so, so now I suppose just just in in finishing. Um, well, I suppose before we finish, cut. Let me just allow probably the, everyone to be able to like ask. The typical, you know, a couple of quick-fire questions just for my own peace of mind because I've actually never asked you it as well too. What's been your biggest highlight looking back on all of that so far? What's been your biggest highlight, would you say?
1: I have to say to you, again, it might be surprising, but it was it was winning the league with Barnett just because of, again, I don't think there's anything more, you don't achieve anything bigger than winning a league. Yes, it was the conference and that and you look at, yeah, there's an FA Cup final and you played in and you won um, you, you won a playoffs at Wembley. But I think, yeah, winning the league is is, is definitely, I think... I look back at the feeling, <laughs> and we went to, uh, <laughs> to celebrate, we went to Benidorm, that was one of Martin Allen's uh, choices as well, and I was dreading it, thinking Benidorm, no truck, but then 17 of us went there, and some of the characters we had already in the squad were, were incredible, so it was just like the best sort of three or four days ever out there kind of thing, um, but no, yeah, in terms of, yeah, achievement-wise, I would say it's got to be, I mean, my friend there, Sean Murphy, he just put Kent Cup final, that's definitely out there as well, Sean. <laughs> uh, no, that was, that was, I'll, was I'll go for you and side. them as well But no I'd I I, 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 I say we're in the league To be fair um, But again the, the Wembley's up there And of course the, the FA Cup final's up there as well Wicked mate
0: And uh, What's been your
1: What's been your, low point, your lowest point Of your career so far um, It was probably it's probably Actually when I, when, I, when I got released from Mill Because of Of course At 19 it wasn't until like a week or two after that that spoke to he took me and he wanted to swim them. But at that time, of course, being involved in the first team as well, you think that's just going to, you're going to kick on. You don't you envision it being kind of like, I'm in the first team and you're just going to be out of the first team. So it was like, where do I go from here? So for a couple of weeks, I was very unsure of if I was going to even sort of have a career or or, or it was going to carry on, I was going to get anywhere. So that's probably, yeah, the time where I thought this could be the end of football kind of thing and it's not even started. So that was a scary time for sure. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and what's been your.
0: What's been the best per, best player that you've played with? With.
1: I've, I've, other than me, of course. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, with. It's, it's probably been, yeah, like. It'll have to be sort of Dennis Wise or. Yeah, look, look at Davids. Like, Davids, of course, I played with him towards the end of his career, but if, you look, if you're talking about how good a player he was, then it would be that. Um, got a few, obviously Tim Cahill as well was there. A few, yeah, but probably, yeah, I, I'll have to go sort of like, why is he, Davids, Davids, why is he? Perfect.
0: And what's been your best player that you've had a battle with on the park?
1: Um, I can't say Skulls on on a pitch for about 30 seconds. It's just like the fact that I was able to sort of like share a picture for even that long. But, probably Ashley Young we played against him, didn't we, you know, against Villa when he was at Villa. I, I got suspended for a uh, proposed head proposed the week before. In someone I can imagine on two so All right, so that game probably where, yeah, he was, he was, he was classed to be fair. He, he won the game and just, yeah, I'd, I'd say a full sort of 90 minutes against somebody probably him. I remember
0: he, he had some tricks. On... Actually, Stewie Louie add him, him. he had a good battle them too,
1: didn't they? came out on top, I
0: remember in the end.
1: Yeah, he did. Did, did really well to be fair. He had a good time. He was, he was a good player to be fair, and he, he did really well against him. Um, but yeah, he was um he was class to be fair. Like, I remember him in the youth team at Watford. I think he's two years older than me as well, so he'd have been nineteen or might be a year older than me. But I remember some of the stuff he did in the youth team was just like you would never seen anything like it. You'd just get the ball and just just you know like, do what you want. Just dribble all around the place and pick it up from the right back. Like, you know, when you go and take the ball when you're that good and you just sort of dribble up wherever you want to go and then just get a foul and then pick up the ball and start banter with you I'm, and just say, Give i, I me I've, a I've, I've never had
0: that feeling myself, mate. Say <laughs> again? I said, I've never had that feeling myself. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: yeah. But played against, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was crazy what he could do, like, even at that young age and you, could, you looked at him and just thought, uh, that's, he, this, he can just do what he wants so he's going to obviously go on and of course he did so similar with, with Theo Walker I remember him coming to, to Mill's training playing against him I remember he, he, uh, we had a left back um, I won't even mention but he he knocked he knocked it down the line and run you know like you used to have the, the parents on the side of the pitch at, at the training round obviously he run around the parents and come back on the pitch and got the ball about 15 yards around the other side uh, he was that rapid and ridiculous that. I think he must have been about 14-15 at that time uh, we would have been Southampton actually, yeah, Southampton. Um, them, yeah, so so that kind of stuff you see them players and you just think, yeah, these are gonna. Same with um, with, with Milner. I remember going up with Milwall to play. I was playing. I was playing like for the 19s. I think I was like 16, and Milner played, and him and I think it was Aaron Lennon. They just did what they wanted to do again. You just knew these these guys are gonna go on and just do what they want to do. So, yeah. Went off track there, but
0: no. fair play, mate, and. Um... Just last couple of points, I suppose the obvious now. Obviously, being out of season uh, yourself, and obviously this this whole um, mad situation with Corona. Um, I suppose how, how you been preparing yourself. How do you feel about the, the, the situation, and how, how are you looking forward? I suppose in your next season, or
1: however it's yeah, again, out. Like, every, like for everybody, it's been hard. It's been tough being stuck in the stuff, but um, I've managed to stay productive to be fair, with some business stuff and I'm stay active with, with training and stuff. So I, I like training, of course, I'm well into my fitness now and stuff like that. So it's not hard for me to sort of just get out and go out and smash out like a 5k or 10k run. So whenever I need to or or I do it anyway because I do need to stay fit, but I can just sort of like, yeah, willingly go out and just get a run done. So it's not been too bad for me to be fair. I've been able to have that as a little bit of an escape and stuff. Um, so it's, it's, it's actually been, yeah, that along with kind of the stuff I'm doing on the side, it's, it's not been, it's not been too bad personally for me, so yeah, yeah, perfect,
0: mate. And um, obviously, I'm I'm very uh, very much know obviously what's what's going on in, in your future and that. But I, I suppose it wouldn't be me on the um, on the show without asking the question: what's what's life after football? Obviously, every I've a lot of a lot of conversation with a lot of boys. Um, during post or even the earlier days, days in their career to obviously start to think and encourage them to start to think about whichever level they are at obviously within the league, start thinking thinking about preparations for life after, um, obviously you're a big part of um, of our business and stuff like that but obviously what's your plans going forward, how do you envisage sort of life after, you,
1: after your career and
0: how are you preparing for that right now as well too for the listeners uh, listening back?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. So uh, as you all well know, I'm, I'm heavily involved with, with Herbal Life, with yourself and stuff like that. Again, looking at my career, of course, I mentioned a few times that I got probably lucky a couple of times with yet a manager that kind of believed in me and took me to a few clubs. But if I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't have found myself in a longer as long a career as I've had. So I really appreciate that. As I said, I'm I'm, I'm really fortunate that I've been able to, to, to follow and to be able to have a career this long. But again. It came, well, two years ago, I suppose. I've, I've never really built anything outside of football, if I'm honest with you. And I tried to look at what I'm doing now in terms of an nutrition company, Herbal Life. Good sort of eight years ago with yourself, I? I got I got half involved. I said to you, listen, I'll have a go at that. And I didn't really, again, I was in I was in bad habits in terms of going out and doing a restaurant. I was focused on, on some stuff that I shouldn't be focused on. And um, didn't really do anything with the opportunity um, in the company. And then a couple of years ago, I just reached out to you because I've been following your journey, of course, and seeing what you was doing with the company in terms of building building your your sort of income and stuff like that for after football and it was something I, I like the look of I had a chat with yourself as you know and just said I want to get serious with it so over the past couple of years for life after football I've been building obviously within Herbalife um, and yeah that's going to be kind of like me full-time I was, I was seeing on your on your story mostly of like just people not just footballers but everyone from different backgrounds sort of building this business and people are doing this people are doing that and Really successful, and the lifestyle was giving them and stuff. And for me, I don't really want to have to. I don't know. I suppose take a take a cut in in like wage or money when I finish football because of I don't want to change my lifestyle. I want to 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 make it bigger and better and stuff. So this can do that. So of course I've joined, and um, for the last couple of years built it pretty well now. So that for the end of my football career, the goal is and, and it's very much in place to sort of replace my football income and, and then some. So that's where I'm at with that personally. I'd say it doesn't have to be kind of overlap but whatever you, 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 you're going to do up on the side of football, always have something in place because it's, it's never guaranteed, to be fair. Um, and you always want something, especially with the lower leagues. For us, it's nice to have even a le- little bit of um, money to supplement your income as well and to do some extra bits and pieces. with. So yeah, i would definitely say to that, anybody on the call, in terms of what's going to watch this back as a youngster or as a, someone coming towards the back end of their, their career they're going to need, or well, it's good to have something in place, if, of course.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's a really good message, and obviously the guys that have been following along the journey, either on on Curtis's platform or even on, on myself, would know that. Obviously, I'm a big uh, advocate to to think about, obviously, whether it's obviously with what we do or something else um, to think about, stimulate the thought process, to think about life after football, um, and obviously you don't really build anything success successfully in six months. It takes a few years to build the momentum, to get experience, to lose, learn some new. Transferable skills and stuff like that as well too. So, obviously, a big, big advocate of that. And obviously, um, uh, thanks to Curtis, obviously, for for seeing the light as well too on on that aspect as well too. And it's a really good message to just keep um, hammering back to the lads now as well too, uh, for anyone who might watch that back uh, this back or be watching it live as well now. And hopefully, hopefully that if for nothing else, this this pandemic and this period with regards to the lads again, whichever that level that they may be at. It's just been a chance for them actually to have a little bit of a self-reflection and be like, well, football's going to return, you know. The stadium's going to get full full again. I'm going to get another contract. I'm fit and healthy um, and I'm hungry. Um, Hopefully, they don't just look at that going, okay, I'm going to be okay. Hopefully, it's been a bit of a self-reflection moment for them to go, actually, what if this was my life now? What would I be doing next? And I think that's probably a key message for every footballer. Um, whichever level they're at to take forward uh, from this from this moment in time, really. But I just want to finish by, I don't know if you've got anything to add in finishing, Kurt, but I just want to thank Kurt. I know we've been on for a bit of time, having a bit of fun um, and hopefully giving a little bit of value for uh, anyone, really. And um, obviously just, uh, just sharing with a little bit of uh, transparency as well, too. So I just want to obviously thank Kurt for giving up some time um around his, his his busy family commitments and um obviously you'll see a little bit of recognition for Kurt this afternoon because he's doing great things with the company as well too um and maybe just set, tell the guys obviously because this will be on a podcast as well too it'll be available for everyone so just tell anyone that listens to this back where they might be able to find you Kurt follow your journey and uh, I suppose just in finishing my end thanks for jumping on the
1: call and sharing with the guys as well yeah, of course. No, I really enjoyed that Gal, to be fair. Yeah, thanks for your time as well, mate, of course, around your family and business schedule as well. But again, yeah, like you said, it's nice to go through all the, all the memories and all the rest of it and give a little message on the back end of definitely uh, set something up or wherever it is. Just just make sure you've got something in place for sure, especially if you're in the lower leagues and stuff, just because of you will need it for a after football for sure. Um, and again, if you kind of want to follow, of course, you can see our answers up here, but I do a lot of stuff on Instagram and all the rest of it. So yeah, follow the journey see what you think, um, maybe we can catch up and stuff like that, but I think that's uh, yeah, there's plenty of time about the people on for, so yeah, appreciate that mate, enjoyed that.
0: Perfect, top job mate, and um, our first double live together, I'm sure you'll be uh, seeing many more in the, in the future as well too, for any of the guys that will watch this back on a little po- podcast, Curtis, is uh, Curtis J Weston, feel free to get, go and find him on Instagram and stuff, obviously Gary Richards with the double R, Um, 86 at the end, my end as well too. Thanks for everyone listening back. Thanks for everyone tuning in and appreciate everyone's time. Thanks again, Kurt, and I'll catch you very, very shortly.
1: Yeah, man. Take care, guys. I forgot he's even now Yeah I forgot this was on (laughs) You hear me? Yeah. Thank you.
0: Maybe I'm done now, it's fine.
1: I'm pleased to say you're.